Oh, hi. Yes, a call again from the UK. Uh, long time no speak, but I have been keeping up with things. Uh, the interviews have been really cool. It's been nice to see how a peek behind the curtains of how sort of products are brought to market and the uh, the trials and tribulations uh, that that involves. Uh, as for the actual plays, I've been interested in seeing how uh, Metal's character has evolved. Um, she seems to be taking a, a darker route now. Uh, more Punisher than Captain America. So that'd be interesting to see where that leads us. And I suppose more importantly, how the actual, the other three members of the team uh, react to her becoming more and more forceful. Uh, I know she's just dismissing the, the federal authorities and the local police. And she's the only one that can save the city and stop the violence, even if she has to kill every single mother fluffer. So it'd be interesting to see how they react to that. Cheers, guys. I didn't reinterpret wealth. I read it all the way through for the first time. Well, sure. So we're we're now you're we're now doing it based on your new your current interpretation. And you said respend the points I'd spent on wealth, yeah. and I put a lot on wealth. So I now have a four shield instead of wealth. Yep. Sir. I never knew that when I thought of upkeep, I thought of upkeep as keeping track of bits and bobs. Yep. Not a roll to see which way uh, uh, your wealth goes game-wise, and that becomes a playable thing, and that's a completely different thing. And when I read it through, then I realized that um, the reason they don't allow you to roll on wealth is it'll break the game. So uh, we can play it that way, and the reason I never did is um, it feels too much like the one thing I really hate about fast rep is nothing you ever do will change things, right? Everything is, is stuck in neutral. It doesn't matter if you show up to save the day, the bad guys won't actually kill anyone. And um, you can never become, I mean, what's the great criticism of Batman, right? You're a billionaire, so why are you out punching people in an alley? Because um, he's psychotic. <laughs> he's a crazy person with incredible power. And honestly, if they presented him like that he would actually be a very interesting character and a couple of people have to their credit a couple of people said this motherfucker is fucked up mm -hmm. <laughs> he's doing good but that's actually a side effect <laughs> yeah that's a side effect of some something much larger here right. now and honestly i like that interpretation of batman because it makes him a very flawed hero Mark but that's not they, reason, do. they yeah. usually do god mode batman thank you that was yeah, killing Mike, your concern is about what I think a really small thing because we're talking about a role mm. once a month, and yeah. you've been in the game world ten days. Well, yeah, but we've been in the we've been playing this game for months and months. Oh no, I agree. We may never get to a wealth role. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> our our lives may change. The game may come to an end before we even have to make a wealth role. So we are just stuck. And the other point I'd like to make is. Yeah. Um, every time that I've relied on the rules as written, yep. they haven't they haven't failed me. Oh, agreed, agreed. And I'm not 
we can absolutely do this. But part of the concept I had in mind for the character, because we've done a lot of high concept literature in our character design here, mm-hmm. is that was the whole, that was her shtick, right? She was building her way out of that. And I can explain what you did high character concept literature. We have been playing our characters very Could you explain much. that? Of course, yes. For the crowd, since we got time today. We've been playing the characters very much like a book. Uh, in 1978, I saw the first version of the article that said games are games and books are books and never the two shall cross. And that your elf at D&D was never going to be your elf in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I think that we are playing these characters so full-blown and so large they have goals and they have dreams and they don't just show up to fight and burn things down agreed fully developed people yep and i like how metal has not turned out to be quite what i was thinking she was Mm -hmm. i like how her partnership with bug has worked out definitely not to what i was planning Mm -hmm. and what makes sense for her um or what was the thought on her was she was working her way up to how much can i be the most altruistic version of Bruce Wayne during the day and then go beat people up at night. How much can I, you know, put up a Stark tech and hire all of these people and give them jobs. Right. Cause there's a couple of versions of Tony that are like that as well. And, and that was what I was building towards. But if we can do things plot wise, that'll allow me to, uh, th- that cute little bit I threw in the, uh, the MeWe chat intimidate some mobs, build two casinos, all of this. Um, I'm completely cool with doing it in the high concept of storyline. But if I can't make metal be someone who's building her wealth to build her influence, I just have to change how I'm playing the character. Yep. She's always been about building that. And I, I mean, can't. Yep. Have you, because we've gone on two different timelines, has the uh, Russian-American Friendship Society made an appearance yet? It has. A couple odd times when they fixed the glass. There's a couple of times I've done things for the people that live at Bugs Building. No, but in the in our first timeline and not our second. In our main chronology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, barely. Barely, but, yeah. but they're there. So there's an example of one that I can think of. Well, sure, and totally willing to go that route. Matter of fact, I might have um, I might have been playing around in my graphics tool with that in mind. No kidding. And, oh, guys, I have to make graphics for boring stuff. You guys don't want to hear about XDR, but I get to take all of my skills I get learning graphics stuff mm-hmm. and play around. Presentation, with it, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's some stuff I'd love to do in character, but it's also going to be. Um, very much the, the antithesis of that fast rep thing, right? Of I want to actually have the city be different on Wednesday morning, not just the illusion of different, not just I punched out Doc Ock. I want to make Capital City better, and I think that I can. Okay. Okay. And you actually brought uh, up. Oh, sorry. I was going to say another thing that we may never get to. At the pace that this game goes to. <laughs> Just kidding. Andy, go ahead. Yeah, that was actually... I w- we were asked, not this time, but uh, not last time, but the time before that, what what we would change about the game. Yep. 
And honestly, if I had to put something, the fact that we've only had 10 days is that thing. <laughs> nothing grows or nothing has a chance to grow or develop. Everything is just coming at you all the time. Always. Yep. It has been an intensely action packed what 10 months it's been almost a year we've been running this game yes we've been playing for a year we've covered and i'm guessing it's either either on one side 10 i'm using as an over under i don't know exactly could it be right it's probably two to three weeks okay so we're getting on 21 days that, that's days. what i if i went back and count how things had to have happened i think it's closer to two to three weeks uh three two to three weeks rather than just 10 days Mm-hmm. the pace is intentional okay. that was a conscious decision when I started the game that if I was, if this game was going to be like a comic book <laughs> things need to be needs to happen as it's it's got to be interesting I looked at it and if um if someone was reading it right yeah but then uh, I mean that and that's fine but then that completely goes against what you're trying to do metal everything you want to do takes months best like mm -hmm. the the like even putting together the the friends of russian society or whatever you want to call it would take weeks so like that it is andy you're correct that is my idea of what the russian friendship society is is actually metal just getting on the phone and calling the glass people or <laughs> you know, this is just direct action. You know, direct action. Credit there's, there's card. No there's, yeah, there's yeah. metal making calls, and when every time she does it, you know, it's like, uh, who's it from? Russian Friendship Society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, the flip side of that is our growth then is phenomenal for three weeks i am almost twice as powerful as i was three weeks ago you're also much more sure of your character than you were well i guess a year ago that doesn't equate sorry <laughs> that is that, true. that doesn't that doesn't um it's cool but it's definitely one way to do it you know my answer uh, to I, it is i was hoping is that you guys would fight your way out of it Fight our way out of what exactly? Yeah. The pace. That you would take control over your lives, your characters' lives to a certain degree, that you're controlling the pace. It comes at your pace and not the pace that Capital City is throwing at you because it wants to eat your face off. So we, I can do that, but I'm going to change your game forever. Well, the problem with that is we, whenever we try to do that, Capital City eats our face. It's a big place. I don't even know how many people there are. Yeah. So where's the balance? No. Where's where's the teeter totter? Where no. We... In fairness, it's your game. If you want to run it at that pace, then that's the pace we're going at. It's just that that pace does mean that things like uh, metal buying us new headquarters completely off the table just can't happen. Because seriously, there would never the insurance company would never get to settling on the Baltimore, uh, and and we can play this to the whole. We got it. We got to retcon that. Why? You burned the place down. It's not burnt. It's not burnt down. So, it didn't burn down because in the future it's standing there and that's where your your adventure arc begins. Capital Mike. Point. Yeah. Capital Point Casino begins 
pretty yeah. much at the Baltimore. So I honestly think we should ignore that yeah. bit of a, a, as a, a writer who did who made a little flub because the fact that it's the Baltimore doesn't matter that much. Okay, it could literally be any place Bug was, and then I don't want Mike's stuff to ruin your stuff. I mean, right. no offense to right. you, Mike, You're but that, the whole point was to to make to give you a break, not to 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 put you in shackles. So, so Jay, I didn't. Oh, I don't mind. I don't mind finding that, that, but that's play for me. For me, that's play, right? So I didn't realize you were playing everything in the tight schedule when I put Capital Point Casino in. I thought there'd be a couple of weeks, not fifteen minutes, between your adventure segments. So I tried to put Capital Point Casino. Oh, later in the summer, um, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize we'd be stepping back in time because, yeah, I did some stuff that could be uh, the whole White Lotus Gang. Laotians and all of that that could be big changes or not so i'm completely with andy that it's your game or however you feel like it and we can change the pace of it even with capital city doing the face eating but that just turns into um your uh, seriously you know what it turns into and you can laugh I was watching Spider-Verse last night because my wife's favorite of the Marvel movies is Spider-Verse. Is that, great... is that oh, yeah. an animated thing? It is. Okay. It is the finest animated film. It is. There's a major throwout sequence where five Spider-Verse characters, including Peter Porker, the fabulous Spider-Ham, um, mm-hmm. are fighting five Let's villains, see. and they all have their own art style. It is gorgeous. It is visually spectacular. Totally Ooh. worth watching. Okay. The favorite part of that scene for me was actually when Doc Ock shows up and, and May goes live. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, because she because earlier Doc Ock said my friends call me live live. Yep. It, it's favorite. a female Doc Ock. And honestly, she is delightfully terrifying. My favorite part is the scorpion is this giant guy that speaks in Spanish with this blocky art style. And um, he's beating the hell out of Penny Parker's Spider-Man robot from the future. And you're cheering as Spider-Ham drops an anvil on his head. (laughs) Spider-Ham takes me back. Oh, yeah. It's a Miles Morales tale, and it's excellent. But the the art is just awesome. Uh, Oh, this is... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I just... So where I was going with that was... um, I, it made me think about with great power comes great responsibility. And I can't see metal and bug being okay with letting the Russians do what they're going to do. And they would need to change the way they're operating. And this is part of the conversation I want to have with bug. I don't want to give too much away, uh-huh. but we're causing the Russians to burn people's houses down, which means we either need to step up and deal with the Russians in a big way or leave the people alone. Uh-huh. And I can't see bug and metal just leaving people to their devices. Hell, oh, no. You... hell no, hell no. Oh, yeah, which means that we have to deal with the Russians in scale. Yep. Which I'm fine with, but this also tends to expand the scope of the scale. Right? It tends to make it not, and then 15 minutes later, this happened. See what what it does do to to your point. Jay, is that it, it flips us into being massively more proactive that you 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 want us to change the scale that's how we change the scale 
Metal drops me off at a uh, pick a Russian spot. Doesn't even really matter. Any Russian mob spot. And I tear the shit up until they chase me off. And then he takes me to a new one, drops me off. And then I tear the shit up until he takes me to a new one. And then he takes me to... Basically, I force them into peace by making it too expensive to wage war on us. You know, you you, t- you, you send one of us to, to the hospital, we send one of yours to the morgue. Bug won't kill them, but they don't care about death. What they care about is fucking money. Well, I yeah. break their shit, they'll back off. Sure. So, honestly, that's the, that's the argument to make. Yep. Yep. Well, then, then, the, then they'll start just the, dealing directly with you. I got a plan for that. <laughs> even if they do that, I can... The problem is, is the two of us are almost shadows. We don't exist in... No, we don't exist in any way that the rea- that that the society cares about the Russian mobsters. They have facades. They have these <coughs> complicated, you know, going to the Ritz to, to make their deals and, and respected businessman fronts to launder money. I'm a fucking homeless guy with a shotgun. Well, you're a homeless guy with incredible weird powers. Right, right. I was making an out a, a joke. Uh-huh. But that's There's your... a movie called, called hobo with a shotgun and that was what i was yeah so yeah they can't take shit away from me i have no shit i can come at them from any angle and i blend into them because i'm one of the nameless masses mm-hmm. what's well, so thinks of at the that's going to cause the price of making your efforts to change the city very minimal to a degree that's a hurdle that you got to get over being right, a homeless person doesn't have much clout in today's society. That, that's a, that, see, that's a, a, a long-term problem. My short-term problem is the Russians keep fucking shit up. This makes us the best Power Man and Iron Fist combo. <laughs> that It's really any, shaped up to Power Fist and Iron Man, I were, um, if I said that right. But yeah. It's all right. You said it backwards. It's fine. That, they're great. They're great. Luke Cage and... Uh, Danny Rand. Danny Rand. They're awesome. I, I, they're awesome. I do love it, and I love their friendship, and I just love the... So because Bug is invisible and can disappear and go eat at a soup kitchen in Poughkeepsie for three weeks, and you don't know what happened to him. But you guys haven't taken that action. You haven't taken three weeks off. We no, because we can't can't take three weeks off because every time we take any time off, shit blows up. So I'm ready to do that right now. That's exactly my point. So how do we transition? Except for we can't. Because the moment we try to go at our own pace, if we we try to sit down and you know <laughs> let's plan this out, let's do this, something blows up. So now, no, don't you th- see my problem with champions? How I, I could, don't I... see how that's a champions problem. That's a narrative. No, problem. I don't. Connect oh, okay. that for me. Connect oh, that for, for me. me with champions because combat takes so long. Okay, well, every, combat every does. Combat is a a hurdle in champions. I won't lie. So, so the, even at this pace, it'd be you would. We've only been three days if we were playing champions. In the way that I'm trying, I guess I'm trying to play the game. It depends on how often you have fights. You don't have to have a fight every time. We don't have fights every time. That's true. That's so true. We, Megs is a much nicer system, but we could be playing top secret. It would be the same idea. Um, or no, we could be playing game. Be over. careful, bad mouthing champions, man. Just be careful. I have never <laughs> played champions, so whatever you guys tell me, I believe you. I give it props, and we've already had this discussion, oh, yeah, Andy. Yeah. That and, as, and, and, if we and, were going to uh, play champions, and we had a whole thing set up like a block where we were going to fight, 
you know, and everyone oh. was going to get together and we were going to battle the whoever, the kaiju, yep. you know, all after Jay, I'm down. I'm so down. I'm. It's insane. I, I'm also not disagreeing with you. Okay. It completely combat is, is long in champions. Okay. So if we could just table that as I believe you. Um, mm-hmm. How do we transition? How would we transition to your guys' ideal? Because I'll like play to, with anything, pretty much. I would like much. to start game time, and I would like to start by inviting Bug to lunch. And I have a plan that may or may not work. Uh, Andy seems excited about that. No, no, because Bug is now socially acceptable. And Why now, I spent all my XPs. I, I, I did the. If you look back in the MeWe stuff, I spent all my XPs. I bought off. My my bizarre appearance because mm-hmm. the bugs no longer crawl over me, and I made my animal my animal mimicry invisible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. subtle I think is the term that they use. So when I actually invoke it, there's no obvious change in me. Yeah, the end. I know it's not super important, but now I'm a scholar of combat. <laughs> Put him up. <laughs> so you. <it, laughs> How does that make you a scholar of combat? It doesn't. It's okay. just I because remember we talked about that uh, I wanted to be better at combat, but I didn't want to buy up my decks. And yes, the only oh. way to do that. So I have. So I bought up scholar parentheses combat and parentheses, so I get the two shifts in combat. Okay. Okay. And, and that's doing it. And if and it's, yeah. And I think that's an example of how I said so far the rules haven't failed me when I've looked for, when I've actually looked at the rule when I've had to use it. So for this team, Megs has never failed me because these guys are enjoying a story. I've, uh, Metal's resistance has gone up. So her magnetic pulse sonar has gotten to be pretty considerable. I have a force shield of two, which is going to be relatively cheap to raise. But I've always had to play her kind of as a glass cannon. Her resistance has gone to seven, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's something that's going to be relatively easy to bring up, so that she's not trying to hide behind Andy. Right? So it, so it stacks. Also, I, I liked that. I admit, though, that makes my character feel a little badass. I won't lie, but fair enough. So, four shield stacks. It doesn't uh, replace. Stacks. It doesn't. It's replace. like skin armor. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, that will actually yes, that'll keep things that are flying at your head not hitting your head. And the and I do like that you're still lower than uh, than Bug is, even without using his powers. Bug starts with a body of eight before he even does anything, and then he does things to make that higher. But so I was a Claremont era X Men boy, and you would watch Peter come in, Peter Rasputin. Sorry. And like throw a desk, and Peter was like six five and a wall of muscle before he turned his powers on, right? And then someone would say, "Armor up!" And suddenly he's not throwing a desk; he's throwing a tractor combine. You reminded me, Cyborg. The analogy is really solid, but you just so remind me of Peter. Of everybody, get behind me! It's a flamethrower. Yep, yep. I, I even drew a picture of that. That's with his arms out when you're catching the car. That was one well, of the yeah, first. that's action photos of bug i did right because that's honestly what bug would rather protect people than fight people if given a choice between saving lives or punching people he will save lives every time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yep i thought that was moving at a great pace 
That was pretty pandemonium. So you're, did we leave off where, I mean, because we could start doing this. We left off, as far as I remember, <laughs> like basically standing on the sidewalk of Town and Campus Bookstore. At the we end chased of a, off the insect maniac who turned yeah, out to chase be. Chase off is strong. It was but, a standoff. <laughs> no. He couldn't have kept the pace. In fair, no, we would have won that, but we would have won that at too high of a cost. Uh Yes, there is no way we would not have put that guy down. Nope. But he, he was smart enough to to go after the shit we care about than go after us. Because if he goes after me, I am willing to go down to to my to the death fighting myself. If I'm the target, I wasn't willing to do it in a bookstore full of old ladies to listen to a. a walk, a walk and talk, mm-hmm. right? right? No, yep. and I honestly that was well done, but it's also also indicative of my Russian plan, which is that because what we did was we made the fight too expensive, and he withdrew. What my plan Russian plan is to do that on a citywide scale. We make it big enough, expensive enough that they can't maintain combat with us. Or that they lose too much money maintaining combat with us. I might have a wrinkle on that that makes your plan even just a little more delicious because I love your plan. Because we can find out where they're doing shit. I mean, a smuggling operation. I'm willing to show up and smash shit. Well, they've 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 lost what they were smuggling. That's they can't have only been a one. <laughs> If they if they are, then we've already won because then they're not making any money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they they did say they still had some stockpiles and they, they they're going through those stockpiles. If we just hit those stockpiles, we end them. Yeah. But my my thing is we can't end the Russian mob. You cannot end organized crime because it's a it's it's not built that way. But what you can do because is it's like it... it's like systemic racism. It's just built into the fabric of the, the society. Kind of, it is. But you can elect a black president, and you can have yeah, you, you can, can force one. them to operate by your rules if you're powerful yeah. enough. Yeah, we don't need to be 1920 Chicago. Okay, that's the problem. Is right now we are. Well, you've run into the, uh, you know, the basis for uh, Avengers Civil War. No? Right. We have. But honestly, you set it up post-Civil War, in my opinion. Civil War was the... Explain. Explain a little bit. I think I know what you mean, but explain that, if you would. The whole idea behind Civil War was that... uh, Superheroes were largely unregulated. Civil War was all about regulating the superheroes. Yep, yep. And you are already post that. We are regulated. We're fucking outlaws because we're not regulating. That is correct. Got it. Okay. So we are post Civil War. We are on the same page then. Yep. I would. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sorry. Go ahead. What I love about Civil War and though they did a really bad job of this in the comic, in my opinion, that you, I can see so much both sides of that argument because mm-hmm. yep. it's a decent argument. Because you're like, yeah, this is a complex issue, except for they said Iron Man was right. The, the comic book always sided with Iron Man every time, they, every chance they got. It got, um, 
It's the, it's the Second Amendment argument in today's society. I think it's the gay marriage argument. I think it's not about... Well, hang on. Well, give me give me a second on this one. I can I'm, see how it. many people can... die because of gay marriage. Okay, I want I want to hear this argument. No, but it's 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 a fear fictional in people's heads. So I'm sitting with right? some friends right. of mine, and Andy, I love that you call yourself a big old lefty. I live in a college town. My friends are math professors. I am about as left leaning as you could be without falling over. Um, <laughs> I would high five you if it weren't over. <laughs> currently then in the it's, middle of the, commencing legal action against a school district for not following up on sexual harassment complaints. Because this is what my wife and I are doing. I am a giant lefty, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, that if I'm sitting with some friends of mine and we're all drinking a craft beer and Anne, and we're like, hey, if, you, if gay marriage, should it be legal? And she's like, no, because you don't know how far it's going to go. I'm like, well, what if you could decide? And she's like, well, what if people want to marry their pets? And I'm like, but we're not talking about that. People and don't want to do that. But Anne is a total giant human rights person, but she was afraid. And I said, no, Anne, it's not like an arbitrary panel is going to decide. In my example, you decide, right? You right now decide what's legal and what isn't. And she couldn't do it. This isn't about a generic superhero ballot. This is about, do bug and metal have great responsibility to come with their great power? Or does that responsibility sit on somebody else's shelf? Somebody else's shelf. Somebody else's desk. That question is already answered. You feel it falls squarely on the character's shoulder. Oh, that only yeah. only they can do it, or they just can't sit on the sidelines, even if they can't. Even if they can't change anything, we're doing it anyways. Yeah, Buck has made that call over and over and over mm-hmm. again without so, even flinching. It's, <laughs> a, it's, it's, an, it's an existential point of view. It is. You no, know, see, there's no such thing as God, but I'm going to act as if there is. There is a Pascal's wager. <laughs> well, that, no, that, that has a lot of extra baggage in it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it doesn't but work. Honestly, doesn't work. why it's not gay marriage is because logical well, one, fact. the slippery slope argument for anything is ludicrous. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's 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 assuming a foregone conclusion. For and one, quite which is frankly, ridiculous. You don't. You don't make gay marriage legal. What you do is you make marriage to anybody you want to marry legal, and then you make marrying marrying animals illegal. But a boom. Well, no, because you you don't you don't make activities legal. You make activities illegal. That's ludicrous to lose a whole day on. Really easy. Well, the we're missing a character trying... today, so. You know. The point I was trying to make was I said, no, Anne, you have the power to decide, to uh, decide. And she was a, a big old lefty because I love your term is um, that and she did not step up to the power. She did not take the responsibility of power to use the man- more valid because people with powers are fucking dangerous. Bug is terrifying. The- yeah, but Bug is also the one with the cleanest hands in this entire game. Uh-huh. Bug goes out of his way not to hurt people, and even further out of his way not to kill people. Well, Parker Parker said he had his first kill the other game, but that isn't. That's like his least his second. Yeah, but see, that's the point. Is that? But Bug is arguably the most single most powerful member of the team, but the least bloodthirsty of the team. Bloodthirsty is a strong term uh-huh. because Bug's willing to kill. It just hasn't come up. Bug is always, but power also gives you that flex. Bug has more options than almost everybody in the team, so 
he he's got ways out. But my point is, is that if you are going to regulate anybody on this team, you regulate the fuck out of Bug mm-hmm. because Bug is dangerous. Bug can do everything from bring down buildings to literally unleash swarms of poisonous insects on society. And those are parlor tricks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Bug. Mm-hmm. So wanting to regulate him, I get it. But then the other side is, is you're regulating his self. Bug cannot not be that person. But Bug is the guy who should be making the moral decisions. He's not the guy who should be regulated. He should be the one doing the regulations because you don't want Metal making those decisions. <laughs> well, that's honestly why I like the team because Metal's like, Bug, like, no, you shouldn't. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, Metal goes f- too far. That's the first and I time. do like – sorry, I still like the phone call. Now apologize. That was good. That was an excellent role play out of that complication. No, so I, I, I see what you're saying about the responsibility. But I also don't think it's very – I see where it is somewhat semi-analogous, but it also isn't – Are you saying semi-analogous? Yes, I just okay. my I tripped over my tongue. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make sure I was the chance of you guys using words I've never heard is relatively high. I look things up after our conversations. But they because you are right that by making the government in charge of it, you uh, absolve yourself of that sin, so to speak. Yeah. But that but being said, you have someone else take Gay marriage doesn't kill people. <laughs> no. No, some of your fights have your. Though, have any of your fights I would kill argue regulating against gay marriage kills people, but that's a different argument. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, mental health. <coughs> um. Oh, that's like oh oh oh. I think my big, big fat lefty point here <laughs> that 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 whole argument that well you know gay people are mentally unhealthy yeah because you fucking made them that way you asshole yep 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 you stick an animal in a corner and poke it with sticks long enough it's just gonna go fucking mad yeah you're not wrong i was making a different analogy but one last thought before we commence if you like is i think (laughs) the reason that parker has such a high body count is he's trying to play his golden age morality or his golden age character in your Iron Age game, Maybe because he could create a tornado, oh, yeah. and then a guy falls to the street and spatters like a tomato. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, think you guys that did. Shit. I think you did him dirty that way. If I'm being completely honest, I think you should have taken Parker aside earlier and said, "Yeah, you're you're playing more of a Silver Agey type hero, and this isn't that kind of game." And so when you did it, I honestly felt you, you kind of did him dirty. Oh. I'm sorry, but I I feel that. I in, love what in I the did last make... fight. In the last fight, you mean? No, in in I'm actually more mad at Mike for that because what did Mike do? You sprung yeah, it on Casino. him. And what if he didn't want to play that kind of game? That that was a little bit of a dick move, in my opinion. You see, now I put him in a tough moral spot, which I think is the most fun part of the game. You put him in a. Yeah, but you did it without kind of making sure because he obviously wasn't playing that kind of game up until that moment, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's without saying yeah, there's going to be bloodshed and death. Are you okay with that? You just kind of said you either let people die or you murder people. 
he also there's three or four ways you could have superpowers your way out of it and he didn't investigate any of them he could have been smart about it and didn't no you actually blatantly yeah. said to him you have to either kill these guys or they kill these women you blatantly said that to him and that and now weaseling out of that is the same level of bullshit as that i i was bitching at your characters for saying well you could have no he couldn't have because you said you either kill these guys or they kill these girls and i made so it difficult did. I made it difficult. Yes, I no, did. No, you didn't make it difficult. You gave him an either-or choice, and he picked one. Well, now, admittedly, yep. his game mechanic knowledge screwed yep. him. Yep. But then, again, in my opinion, as the game master, you should have pointed that out. You should have said you can take penalties here and just do stunning damage and, never, and not kill them because that's a game mechanic you could employ. He didn't know about it. He didn't use it. And so I'm sorry, mm -hmm. but you it's trying weird. to weasel out about it now is not weaseling at all because you're complete. I completely agree that before the point where I announced that there was other things he could have done. There's things with a speed, high, super speed of nine he could have done before that decision point. You're absolutely right. I put him in that position I'm completely with you. Mm -hmm. Well, on the game master's defense, and that mean that for both Mike and I who've been taking that role. I didn't know about some of those things and those subtleties and those ways that the game was built to handle that until Parker started having that kind of problem. And I started looking at, you know, well, what do the rules say about that? Why is it? And then I found desperation recovery. I found more different ways that you can pulling your punch, pulling your punch, you know. And Mike should going. have mentioned pulling the punch in that. Don't situation. always put it on him, though. He's not the walking. No, no, I'm putting it on him. Okay. Because I think he ambushed a friend of mine, and I think it was a dick move. Okay. Well, agree. So, with respect, I, I did ambush him. I don't think it was a dick move because I think it made for great storytelling. I think he enjoyed the story, even though he was not playing what he intended to play. I think it was a great turning point for him, and um, he seems to have enjoyed it because I don't. I didn't put him in a tough place the player because i wouldn't do anything to make it hard on parker i made it hard on warren yeah but he wanted to play a shining beacon and you made him not play the character he wanted to play agreed well we should ask him i have he's my friend i talked to him oh and You're that's right. exactly what he said this is his point of view okay fair enough oh, no oh. that that he's rolling with it because it's the game but i honestly think that was a miserable session for him because he wanted to be this happy, fun, fun character. And you made it so he wasn't a happy, fun character. To play a happy, fun character at this point yep. would be disingenuous as a human being. So you're right that the the, the, the massacre at Capital Point that got the um, all of the, um, the music set to it and all that was definitely the, um, the height of it. But he'd had a bunch of that kind of thing. That was the biggest piece. Like the last battle where he was fighting the meth heads at the uh, FBE office, mm -hmm. he also dropped someone in their head. Right, because at that point he doesn't care. Because his character's already not that character anymore. As I mean, admittedly, character. because that happens in the future, yep. but because in his mind it's not that character anymore. Yep. He wanted to play a fun, speedster, silly willy character, and that was taken away from him. And I object to that. Okay. That being said... Yep. he's apparently okay with it because he's still playing. Yep. But it really struck me bad, especially when you didn't point out the, the rules loophole he could have used. Okay. 
because especially since he didn't know the system now in fairness i should have as well because i was sitting there and i didn't i i let it go by so i'm mad at myself for not going there is a there is a mechanic here you can use i should have and i've let him down as a friend but yeah I, I'm sorry. I that, no, that got okay. a little. I did not mean it to be as vehement. I'm just vaguely passionate. I'm not angry as much as I'm just a passionate human being. Just I mean, to be clear. I dig your brother. We've been playing this game for a year. None of us are mad. It's all completely cool. Um, <laughs> I, I think that every character should be changed by the game, or else the game is dead on arrival. Metal is so much less frivolous because I've stopped talking in the Valley Girl voice because that Valley Girl character, like, oh my god doesn't really fit capital city so we've all had to adapt no no we, we do change all all of us do change like um except me i don't have to <laughs> <laughs> just kidding just kidding i'm looking bugs, to adapt. bugs sliding more into a, a a leadership role than he really ever wanted to be because that's not what he's dude you're going to be mayor of capital city before you know it I hope so. <laughs> You're gonna like have a desk and <laughs> responsibility and pants that go all the way to your ankles. Pants that go all let's the way Let's not get crazy. Uh huh. See, you know that's 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 a that's a game complication. That's a role playing complication. No, and but that but have we still addressed how do we transition? I'm. I would like to start game time by having lunch with Bug, and if we could keep, you know, something from crashing on our heads immediately when I try to do some stuff or when I can try and do some stuff, because if stuff crashes in our head immediately, yeah, like we how can't about instead? Of, how about instead of breakfast? It's um, it's it's coffee right now, like at an all night diner, because because nice. isn't that where we literally are in the time? Right, we we could go for a late dinner at at an all night diner kind of thing. Okay. Yep. 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 I want to keep walking until we've been to a place we've never been. I want to randomly pick a place we don't know so the chance of surveillance is very near zero. Okay. I'm going to use the... Uh, I'm going to um, make sure the phone battery... Take out the phone batteries, and then I'm going to... Um, EMP. I'm going to use the basically EMPS to make sure there's no bugs on us and we're not carrying any tracking gear stuck on us. So that I want to have a private conversation by going to a random public place and talk like in a crowd and make sure there's no bugs, no electronic listening gear on us. Sorry, no bug intended. If there's actual insects, I have to leave that to Andy. <laughs> okay. Are you guys going to walk there? Absolutely. So I would recommend we, we start walking and then go alternative. Okay, so then you uh, you you find a nice uh, place that suits your needs in um, Arlington, which is west of North Elmview, where oh no, you, uh, not west, uh, east of uh, east of the college campus, because that's where Town and Campus Bookstore was was near Capital City College. Still is because we didn't wreck the place. Uh mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Not far, not far from Red Runner's apartment. Sir? I, said, I, I hate to do this because we are starting, but I did want to, I might have, I don't want to misrepresent, I might have overspoke uh, Parker's 
dislike of how his character went just because I have Spock talk to him. And when I did talk to him, it was like right after it. And he was a little iffy about it. So he might be much better about it now. And I don't know. Cause I did say I talked to him, which is true, but I might have overstated how much he, he was reacting to it because well, glad you clarified the time that. it was a, it was a, a fresh wound. Yep. Just Andy, to be clear. In all seriousness, it's not a problem. If the game goes a different direction, if the game falls apart, blah, blah, blah. I'm having a great time. You're well, no, I just, I I just want to make sure it's not a no problem problems. for him. No, it's not a current problem. It's not just, I like I said, I did talk to him about it, and he was pretty upset about it at the moment, yeah. but that mm-hmm. moment was months ago, so I don't want to speak for a while he feels about it now. Yes, sir. All right. We go to this to to our all-night diner. Okay. And but and uh, metal's buying. Absolutely. And Parker and uh, Warren went home. Because he had to, he had, to, you know, he's got school. Oh, and that's actually part of the the everything's piling on us. Every moment we're not looking for uh, his dad is us being an asshole. Sorry, what? Every moment we're not looking for Warren's dad is us being an asshole. Like when you play uh, Fallout Four, but you stop looking for Sean, like. <laughs> Because you keep doing side missions, same kind of thing every time. Because mm-hmm. that's true. We have we have that whole right. Fiasco. And so we can't move forward time because if we say a week passed, so we spend a week not looking for Warren's father. But we're we're assholes. Yeah, but we also have a guy actively trying to be, be people to death in the city, and someone's just burns down your house. Right, but again. These are things that because we can't move time, we yep. can't advance time at all because of all these things. Just, yeah. It, it was just another point. I'm sorry. Yeah. Moving on. Right. Okay. So, listen. They just burned your house down, and you and I stood up for this. You and I stood in front of this, and I don't care about Bellboy Sharp because he's got SWAT teams, right? I don't care about him at all. But it's, I don't care that they burned your house down because what are they going to do? Make you go get new clothes? What I do have a problem with is those 18 people that lived there, including that old Quechua speaking lady who's not going to be there for like another two weeks, that um, we've been doing an awful lot and we broke a street gang and we're about to break a mob. But what's happening is there come this. I've got the government coming at my building, and I had to flee, and I'm okay with that. I can get another building. I'm not okay with them tying people in a building because, man, what if we hadn't been able to get there to rip doors open and firefight? They would have killed 18 people to throw a message at us. I have two thoughts on what we should do from here. But I'm also a bit notorious about going too far. I think we either need to leave Capital City because we're making life worse for people. Or we need the Russian mob to understand in no uncertain terms they play by our rules. And I don't think there's a third option there. You want cream and sugar with that, honey? Yeah. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. In oh, fairness, clink. Yep. you're 
there's always a third option. We just haven't thought of it. But that's a philosophical point, not a point to, to be discussed here. I love that Doug is a Buddhist. <laughs> it, makes, it makes sense. It makes sense. The immovable object, right? In the irresistible force. You're... But honestly, moving on isn't a horrible idea. But all that does do is set up the exact same thing in someplace else. We're going to go there. I'm going to start punching. Uh, Drug dealers, scumbags. Yeah, in the face. You're going to start to try to do what you're going to try to do. And then we're kind of back to where we started. Except one of them is going to be really, really, really tough. I think I have a way to make the Russians play by my rules. But it comes right down to it. I've got to deal with some people I don't trust, some people I kind of trust. And there is a total of one person I trust who, when there's nothing in it for him, is going to save me. And that's you. And I don't trust another fucking soul in this city to do that. So if you're not okay with what we want to do, I not only won't do it, I can't. Because there is no one I can trust. And I, I would have to obviously hear more specifics on the plan. <laughs> but I... You know what, I, this is a tad manipulative, but we, we could talk, we could talk to Sharp. Again, we were actually looping back, back to what you were saying earlier. We could talk to Sharp and make it his problem. We'll tell him we are willing to pack up and leave, but then we take the good with the bad. Metal and I will move one town over, well, probably further than that. The West Coast is nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like Santa Carla if it wasn't for all the damn vampires. That's where Ward's yeah. dad lives on the West Coast. Santa I don't want to move next to you. Not don't anymore because he's missing. I'm so, yeah, you don't want to move to San Caliente. You're right. But if we make this Sharps problem, he only cares about superhumans, which means he doesn't care about the drugs or the violence or the poverty. But he does. See... Here's the thing. Here's why it's manipulative. We actually make him make us stay. You lost me. We're the only superhumans. He's got Runner. And Runner is a great guy. But Runner is... I I, I like Runner. Warren's a friend of mine. I won't say bad things about Warren. But he's not as powerful as I am. He also lives in a four-color universe. He has the moral complexity of a 1938 Superman comic, and he will never make a decision that actually changes the world. He's young. Yep. Bisbee's well aware that Bug's got some tremendous powers and getting him on the the team is... uh... And right now, we do favors for him because, quite frankly, they... 
they're he's not asking us to do things that are morally ambiguous. He's asking us to help people who need help. Well, he is the most ridiculously he's a goddamn Nazi and I hate this B sharp. I hate everything he stands for. He is not he, a Nazi. He, he works for a... to, He's trying to put people in jail for having powers. Do you know what your children are? He's taking power that is not his. He is trying to take the responsibility away from the people with power. We can absolutely help the poverty problem in this city, which no government agent's ever done because everything is so corrupt. But you know what? There is a third option for you. Bisbee Sharp told me himself that he would give you a pardon. There'd be a conversation and you probably spent 15 minutes in jail. And if I left, you could absolutely get yourself a super suit and go work with Bisbee Sharp and the feds. Because you've never done anything to piss him off. No, I couldn't. Because in 5, 15, 20 minutes, the cops will be dry, dragging some poor Indian girl off. And I would have to stand up because the cops around here are, are, are corrupt. Now, admittedly, I could, there are other paths then. But you, you're not wrong that I could, but I, I couldn't. I would not play by their rules because I would do what I thought was right, regardless of the situation. And you can't do that as part of the government. Would you like to hear my idea on how to make them play by our rules? It's a little complicated. I have an idea. Mine's pretty simple, but go ahead. You get to go well, first. Your idea, I think, works really well with mine. So I bought a street gang. And, um, excuse me, I invested in a business. And um, I want to call Rosa and I want to identify to Rosa the t four of the top five of the Russian gangsters. And I want to offer one dollar to off them because that's who she wants to kill anyway. I want to <laughs> keep the CFO or whatever we're calling the guy with the books at the Russian mob and invite him to work for the chief operations officer, Jimmy Mack, um, who doesn't even know he works for me yet. So I want the uh, RAF group to fold into it the Nubian gang, they get to do what they want as long as they don't break Rosa's rules. Anybody breaks Rosa's rules, they, they know that not only will I not protect them, I'm going to give Rosa their address. Anybody that's running human trafficking or that kind of shitty stuff, we step out of the way and we don't stop Rosa from ending them. But we then invite the Russian CFO or whatever it's la whatever we, the guy's name is after we shoot his top three or four um, co-workers and invite him to work for this company. I want two casinos. I want a nice low-level thing where they play some cards and people to get together in Jimmy Mack's neighborhood. People don't have to go in if they don't want to. It makes a lot of money. I'll bring in some Pygal machines. And I want the new Russians to run a much nicer casino knowing they're a wholly owned subsidiary of the corporation and we get rich and it's not like i want to get rich because i want a 25 million dollar building with martini drones although i do want this we get rich because i want to hire people and i want to train people and i want every poor person in the city to know they could show up on tuesday morning to a job training program and they have a job as a welder or doing construction because I want to take these blighted areas and not burn them down. I really want to build stuff by eating two mobs, building two casinos, threatening the shit out of some people, 
and real and making people realize they have to operate our way. But there is no question. I can't do this myself. They will come to kill me. But I think right now all of their superhumans are in a deep hole or are dead. And if we act right now, the old school Russians will understand this. We'll show them how they're going to make more profit, to your point, by fighting with us, by working with us, by saying, okay, great, you work for this corporation. There's your casino. There's your um, uh, your loan racketing. I even don't, I don't even mind introducing a little finance operation because they can just, you know, buy themselves some money stops or whatever they call that terrible garbage business that charges people an obscene interest rate, and they can do their loan sharking that way. I want the Russians and the Nubians to make money in a way that makes us money, but stops the violence and stops the human trafficking. We just have to let them know that they don't have an option to not play our way. I... don't disagree. Quite frankly, I think uh, my, my goal of just showing up and smashing their things, I think you're trying to be too organized because I don't think they'll play that way, but I think we need to make them bleed before you can offer them that. Yes. And that being said, if we hit a couple of their places, I'm willing to smash places up. It will put me on, on Sharp's naughty list, but quite frankly, like I said, I, I am not morally bothered by what Sharp thinks of me. So, but I honestly think, quite frankly that our biggest weapon right now for the what you want to do is handing out handing rosa some addresses so here's my plan <coughs> you're playing with some modifications i does anybody know rosa's name but us I've got her phone number. She's a she's no no. Person. I mean, uh, is Rosa a threat that anybody knows about by name? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, neither am I. Nope, nope. I guess on the internet, what there would be, you know, that she had done it, but um, you know, a spate of high level mob boss killings in the different. Um, uh, some of the different right. uh, mobs, ethnic mobs in South Capital City. No, and that part makes mine a little less, at least immediately. Okay, we'll pick like a Russian warehouse. That'd be my first choice. <laughs> I smash anything that's not fucking nailed down. And I leave a note. Um... So you'd have to find me the, the information put in this note. I leave a note basically with a mob boss's name and address on it and say, Rosa has this information too. We tell that information to Rosa. Rosa does what Rosa does. And so we'll build up Rosa's 
if we basically Rosa is a weapon and once they know that that we're willing to tell Rosa things that they don't want Rosa to know <laughs> now Rosa will be pissy at us for using her but she also won't not shoot my won't not shoot mobsters I don't think she'll be pissy <laughs> she will bitch and she will moan and she will threaten us but she will not not shoot mobsters. <laughs> she doesn't have any of those moral quandaries of the yeah, but, Iron Age. Right, but she might object. She might object to us manipulating her. I suppose but that, that being said, or using her name. But honestly, as long as she gets to kill mobsters, I don't think she'll care that much. <laughs> Look, if you've got a bus driver and you walk up to the bus driver and say, "I want you to drive a bus that you were going to do anyway," and this is where I think you should drive it. What do you think? I'm about not being manipulative at all. I am telling you absolutely everything. I'm going to tell Rosa everything, including the fact that, yeah, I want her to shoot the mobsters I think most deserve to die. And she may want to shoot different mobsters. Who knows with Rosa? She's nuts. Yeah. Rosa is such a giant pot of anger. I want to get her a therapist. I would love to see Rosa <laughs> in therapy. To be honest, the problem with using Ro Ro uh, uh, Rosa is that she's capable of being a scalpel, but she's much rather be a wrecking ball. I would having her kill a single person is great, but if we give her a mobster's address, everybody in that town, everybody in that address is going to die. We have to make sure that we line up the shot. So there's only bad people in the lens. She's straight up the female Punisher. We have to right, right. Well, no, because she's proven to be a lot less discriminatory than that. <laughs> Punisher, for as stupid as it is, he's never shot an innocent person. That's ludicrous given the explosions and automatic fire. But yeah. canonically, he's never shot somebody who didn't literally deserve it. Rosa didn't care about the dancers in in the uh, club. She didn't care about anything other than killing the guy. And if other people die because of that, well, that seemed to be their problem. Rosa is not the female punisher. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Rosa's a wrecking ball. She's much so worse. We, we, she we is it. much worse. Now, Punisher by himself is not a good concept, and the fact that he had like five books running in the nineties is yeah, ludicrous to that, me. That's ridiculous. That was overkill. No. But <laughs> yeah, he was he was a good uh, foil for Daredevil. Honestly, I, I well, as, a, as a bad guy, I thought he was good because he was a bad guy who you could see their point. And that's the best bad guys, when you can empathize with what mm. they're doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Unless they're doing human trafficking, right? <laughs> well, how, I, how would you empathize with that? <laughs> he was a government agent trying to bring down Big Boss Man, and this was the cost of doing business to him. The... So, Side I honestly think I we... apologize. <laughs> I honestly think we sh we need to start this campaign of terror, more or less. The difference between a terrorist and a freedom fighter is the okay. perspective. <laughs> So here's my thought, because I love your idea. The Russians need to bleed. 
Give me a minute. I'm going to find out who the top banana of the Russians finance guy is because I want to separate him out because he's got to talk to someone in the old country. And I want want them to be someone that seems reason. And then I want to get these top dogs together. And um, I want to send Rosa at them, hopefully at a board meeting of the uh, the bad guys. But you know how I want to get the bad guys to have a board meeting? Because they have to deal with you wrecking their shit. Hey, if you can give me a couple of addresses right now. The night is young and you're so beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, why would why would Metal know some of these mobsters' addresses? Yeah. Metal is a smuggler who's been working for the Russians since the opening episode. That's true. That doesn't mean you hang out at their house. No, no, that's correct. But I do know who a lot of these players are, and I know the club they because I want to go to that club very specifically. I gotta see Jimmy Mac first, but I want to go to that Russian American that club of theirs where they do high profile business. Mm-hmm. You know the warehouses where they receive things, mm-hmm. right? So I can absolutely send Bug, or and if not, we can detective it up because I'm a pretty solid detective. I'm at like Nightwing level, um, definitely not Batman level. To say, um, let's find these things because I'm sure that there's government agencies and all of this. That have done the research. I'm sure there's journalists who've done all this. Yeah, a lot of mobsters are known to be mobsters before they can prove it, and we're a lot less concerned with jurisprudence than we are with them being legitimate bad guys. Mm-hmm. And listen, at the end of that nasty, nasty piece of work with Wotan, I brought that Russian mob boss back to his club, the club he owned. And there's a scumbag named Endgame in a $5,000 Armani suit that rather than call an ambulance, shot him in the head. And I want to see Endgame. His very best possible option is life in prison and he's never getting out. And I would not mind him seeing the wrong way through a scope talking to uh, Rosa. Why don't you give me a couple of addresses? I'll go take care of that. And why don't you call um, Rosa? And I, I leave that to your. She might not care that we're using her as long as she gets names and addresses, because Rosa is a crazy person. Because once we're done this, we need to go find. Oh my God! I'm going to blow up the name. Sorry, the the game goes so much slower on our side than in the characters. Our reporter friend from the opening sequence who's turned into a villain. Shamrock Bane. We need to find Shamrock. We need to get her help. This is someone who's gone off the edge. We need to call Dr. Charles. I I mean... Here's the thing. Maybe she hasn't. Okay, hear me out. You can disagree with us without being legitimately crazy. Now, admittedly, Rosa is crazy. She even agrees with us and is crazy. Those no, are Rosa's two crazy, separate yes. concepts. <laughs> if Shamrock has, and she brings up points, and some of them, most of them are at least reasonable perspectives, and I don't want to call her as being, she might be. She might be doing this under duress. She might be brainwashed. I'm not saying she hasn't, but I don't want to be the guy saying, because you disagree with me, you're automatically crazy. No, man, Voltaire. I I may disagree with what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. 
But man, she just looks like after we failed to save her and we tried and you got there as fast as you could get there and we didn't save her. I think she's just traumatized and she needs a shrink, man. I don't want to put her in jail. I want to get her help. No, no. And she gets help. And quite frankly, this might be overselling it in a big picture kind of way, but we get her help. And if you're willing, I- I'm spending your money now, but you know, welcome to be my friend. <laughs> um, you can, as part of maybe convincing her to do it, maybe you'll, you can finance her crusade against us. I want voices who disagree with us because that's how you keep us from being nut jobs. That's how you stop us from being Rosa. So you're completely right. And if we talk to her and she's just had a change of heart and this is how she lives now, that's cool. But I don't think that's what's going on. Well, we live in a comic book universe, so almost assuredly that's not what's going on. But (laughs) sorry, (laughs) because of my trope awareness, that's not what's going on. (laughs) It can be it can be any number of five things. (laughs) She's a robot. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. It's the... an alien. Oh, she has a symbiote. There's a star on her face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these are where the smuggled goods tend to go in for the Russians. Let me write this down for you. I want to do a little Googling or detectiving or however you'd like to do that. And I want to find out who the top banana finance side, who handles the money for the Russians, who the guy is on their board that is the money guy, not the operations people I don't know how you'd find that uh, I'm a detective <laughs> I don't know I know how I would do it but I'm a I'm very much a data guy personally right you take a look at the 10ks because the Russians own a number of businesses. And there's going to be shell people that you look at in front there, people that's like, oh, yeah, it's the guy's girlfriend's mother that looks like owns the business. Mm-hmm. Then look at who owns the equity in the businesses. And, and you stand back from it and who the cars are registered to and where the addresses are. It's some work to it, but you can walk back through who owns the physical assets to who controls the people who own the physical assets. It's some detective work, but it's doable. It's going to, yeah, it takes time. It does. It does. I'm not going to manage it overnight. No. Okay. Yeah. What you're going to manage now is probably the phone call to Rosa. (laughs) Rosa's not first. I got another call I got to make. I know you're not fond of Jimmy Mack, but he'll play according to our rules. And one of the reasons he will is I would like you to have him understand at some point that the minute he decides he's not going to play straight with us, we're not going to protect him from the shining path or the South Americans or whoever it is that he's expanding into what's essentially a lot of civil guardsmen and Russian and Russian activities, which means he's going to be attacked by the other gangs unless we make it so that it doesn't work that way because Jimmy's not someone I can trust in a large scale, but I can trust in a small scale. As long as he's making money and there's girls and booze and dope, I can trust him. As long as him and his boys can play domino in that shithole that they love and I don't get, 
I'm they, I can trust them as long as they're making money and getting what they want. But I don't have to like him, and I can only trust him so far. You do what you have to do. <coughs> Keep in mind that so will I. Uh, yes. No, I have- and I, I, I realize that we're talking about this. I don't like that Jimmy Mack is someone we deal with, but the other side of that is Jimmy Mack ultimately is a symptom, not the disease. I got one request before we head off to take care of things then. Mm-hmm. If anybody manages to shoot me in the back of the head or they show up with the baseball bats, because I'm always worried about the baseball bats. <laughs> Listen, if, you, <laughs> if you were me, you'd be worried about baseball bats too. Um, or attack dogs. Green Lantern. Yeah, or attack dogs. Um, that if somebody manages to take me out of the game... I want you to make their fall as public and grotesque and something that's not going to fall off the front pages for a few days as you possibly can. I can't promise grotesque, but I can promise public. I, I'm not big on, you know, torture or the things that would make something appropriately grotesque for you. I'm not saying I won't end somebody, but if I end somebody, I'll actually end some somebody like Rosa and somebody. Rosa just kills them and moves to the next person to kill. <laughs> Whatever Rosa's faults are, she's not sadistic, really. She's as much as efficient. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, why don't you come over to Jimmy's club with me before we head off on the other thing because this could get dicey no that's fine i i don't begrudge jimmy i honestly don't because they're doing it for more like i said symptom they're they're a gang because that's how you're going to survive and I get that, but there are also ways to do that without being jackasses. Bug, one of my idols is one of the old rappers named Ice-T from the 90s. Because when he started making monies and pumping out gold albums, he started buying up body shops. And he sent his old crew of car thieves and these guys he knew from when he was in jail and all of this. And he has a chain of body shops in L.A. because he gave these guys another path than being car thieves. He set them up so they were making nice numbers, fixing auto damage. Jimmy can be a body shop. Jimmy can be convinced that he can live really well and have the wine, women, and song he wants. Not by dragging women into prostitution, But he could be convinced that if he's the guy who runs the body shops, he's a big man, he's respected, he's loved, gets all the sangria he wants to drink. If 
I think you might be romanticizing Jimmy. <laughs> Just to Jimmy fucking bit. So Jimmy, Jimmy was overjoyed when his boss died so he could take over. Quite frankly, I'm surprised Jimmy didn't axe his boss. Jimmy I'm saying Jimmy likes power. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking for the universal modifier table as soon as you started talking about that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying you're, you're wrong. I'm just saying I've met Jimmy. The Jimmy I met and the Jimmy you're talking about ain't the same guy. Yeah, I got him out of prison. I dropped he, a pile of cash on him. He loves and, his liquor and hose. Which I've got no problem with Jimmy having his liquor and hose. That's the point, and that's how you sell... The history is full of gangsters who went legit because they realized, wait, I can have a house in the suburbs and I've become a realtor or a casino magnet or I own a chain of liquor stores and I'm legit and I get to sleep at night. History is also replete with ex-gangsters who hung people outside of windows to get them to sign contracts. So... Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying you're overly romanticizing bad people will do bad shit regardless of the environment. No, Bug, I'm saying we have great power and we have to use this responsibility that comes with our power. I'm not saying don't give it a shot. I'm just saying I am I will bet everything I own versus everything you own right now. I have a very nice t-shirt collection. Oh. Uh, that in less than six months, I'm punching Billy Mac. I'm, I'm punching Jimmy Mac in the face for being a douchebag. It's possible, but we're giving him a chance to be anything other than a douchebag. Because isn't that what we're about? Giving these people in this city a chance to be something other than what they were yesterday? Isn't that why we do this? No, no. I'm not saying you're, you, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying you're not right in this situation. If it's not Jimmy, we'll go to the Laotians. If it's not the Laotians, we'll find the South Americans. Or maybe I'm going to have to go to Vladivostok and convince the Russians that Capital City runs the way we say it runs. We can't be anybody but the Nubians or something comparable because the Nubians are the only local group that we know of. The Laotians, the... Russians, they're all actually branches of something outside of town that are re reaching into our town. If we're going to support an organization, it's got to be a local one. Or we take our show in the road. Or we fix Capital City by finding out these other organizations and convincing them. No, Capital honestly, City finding out other organizations... That's actually probably a better use of our time, finding other organizations like Jimmy Max. Maybe there is one that is more appropriate. I want to give him a chance to fail, and if he fails because he's a drunken asshole, then he does. Then you will hear a chorus of I told you so's. Sure. Bug, I have to give people a chance to be better or we're not doing this for people. We're just beating people up then. If we don't give people a chance to be better, we're not accomplishing anything. Jimmy Mack has plenty of chances to be better and chooses not to. 
Jimmy Mack has plenty of opportunity to not hold up in his little empire and amass more money right now. Jimmy Mack could be helping his uh, environment, and he's not. What he's doing is he's recruiting more kids to run more drugs, to cause more violence right now. Jimmy Mack could already be better, and he's not. So maybe we, need to, maybe we need to go to the Shining Path or somebody else. And maybe I'm going to need to crush these guys. No, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm I'm with you that you give people an opportunity, but I feel you've already given him the opportunity. And all he's done is cash your checks and laugh his way to the bank. Yeah.